Tandem Nomads, episode 160. Why should you set up a Estonian company? Uh, Estonian company is the easiest way to start your location-independent business from anywhere in the world online, and it's the most cost-effective way. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. So one of the biggest challenges that a lot of global nomads like you have is to know where to set up your business. And this becomes even more complicated when visa restrictions, but also your back country, uh, your original country, your passport country, your tax-based country does not allow you to set up a business if you don't live there. So this is a huge dilemma for, I know, a lot of my clients and a lot of you global nomads who are listening. So we have had a great guest in episode 158 to talk about this amazing, innovative program that Estonia has uh, initiated that is called the e-residency and allows people from anywhere in the world to set up their business in Estonia, even if they don't live there. So if you want to know more about the whole program, I really recommend you to go to that episode where we talk about it in details. How does it work? What are the benefits? And how you can actually apply to become an e-resident so that you can set up your business in Estonia. But today I'm bringing to you a great guest who's going to share with you the more practical aspects of setting up actually legally your business in Estonia and also some guidance on all the financial aspects that you think you have to think about when you set up your business. So Chatlin Helm, thank you so much for being here and are you ready for this ride? Yeah, hi, thanks for inviting me. You are Oh, you're so welcome. And I'm so excited to have you here. We had some great conversations together. And um, so Nomad Nation Chatlin is the community manager of Xolo. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Xolo and then Chatlin will tell you a lot more about Xolo. So Xolo was founded in May 2015 out of the urge to revolutionize the way people become entrepreneurs and manage their companies. The company provides its accounting software and services to enable millions of freelancers, contractors, and digital nomads around the world to start and run micro-businesses in a hassle-free way. Xolo helps manage independent businesses from anywhere with access to secure banking, accounting, and one of the simplest tax systems in the world. And Estonia is famous for being one of the easiest and most uh, digitalized uh, administrative system to manage taxes. So we'll talk about that as well. Ashat Lid, I just summarized a little bit about Xolo, but I also would love our listeners to know about you. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, Chatlin. I actually joined Solo uh, at the very beginning. I was the eighth employee and we have like 80 people now and we're growing very fast. Uh, I started as a customer support agent and then I was the one who was like onboarding everyone and helping them start their companies. Uh, and now I'm like grown into the community manager because uh, <laughs> what I learned from the position. Uh, but I was always very excited about the mission that Solo has, which is like enabling freelancers and entrepreneurs around the world. Because 
I've, all my friends are like freelancers and uh, all the people that I know, they want to start their own businesses and, and, and have this kind of freedom. And it's uh, so cool to like uh, see everyday people that we're helping uh, and see how it actually benefits their lives and changes their lives. How, how like this little thing can, can do so, so much to them for them. Uh- I love, I'm seeing you now and the energy you have when you say that and we share that same mission to really help people thrive through entrepreneurship and be able to have that freedom of lifestyle while moving from a country to another, but still have a secure and pro- professional support that helps them really grow in an effective and safe way. So I love that. And Nomination, I just want to be very open here. There are so many companies, not that many, but there is a list of companies in Estonia who help you set up a company uh, in Estonia. The reason I chose to um, to look at Xolo is because they are really focused in people like most of your listeners I know who are freelance-based or service-based companies. And I think Xolo has built a, a, a real strength in that field. Um, if you have a product-based company, we can talk about it a bit later with Shatlin. But the reason I, I really chose Zolo is because I think they are the ones who work the most with the type of people like like you and me, Nomad Nation. So, but I did share in the previous episode some more resources if you need to find other companies who do that. But I do believe that Shatlin here is going to bring you some great insights. So I can't wait to share that with you, which leads me to start here. Shatlin, let's just jump into it because we already talked a lot about this program in the previous episode with someone from the Estonian government who shares with us how it works. So now we can talk about um, about the requirement to set up a business. So let's just jump in and say, what are the first things to know about how to be eligible to start a business in Estonia? Yeah, Actually, there are not so many requirements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's us that uh, make a lot of the requirements because um, Solo has its own platform and we try to streamline all the processes. And that is why we cannot support uh, all kinds of businesses, as you said. Uh, but otherwise, there are not many requirements. You have to have the e-residency card that you already talked about in your previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the residency card already like does your background check and everything. So if you pass that, then you're kind of eligible to start a business in Estonia. Uh, and then you have to have enough uh, money <laughs> to pay the <laughs> fees and you're ready to go. Uh, I can tell you quickly what the fees are also. Yeah, so that would be good. Understanding. So it's actually very... Um, uh, budget friendly to start a company in Estonia. So it's uh, 190 euros state fee to start the company. And then we have this uh, API with the business registry, which means that you do it our platform. Uh, so it's 25 euros for that. Well, can and you then, explain a bit more? What is that? I'm not sure uh, I understand or, or yeah, maybe so, the listeners do. <laughs> yeah, as you said, there are a lot of like service providers who do what we do. Um, but the difference that we have with the other service providers is that we have our own uh, accounting platform and we're fully integrated with the business registry, with banks, with payment gateways. Uh, and we offer all these other like services like invoicing, expense management, um, and it's all automated. Whereas other companies have this more like legacy accounting service, right? Like you have a dedicated accountant, whereas ours like this platform. Where it's automated. It and uses this, uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, and also real accountants. <laughs> we have yeah. like account, 
the accountant bot, but we also have accountants who take care of the bookkeeping and everything. Okay. Yeah. So we have like API with the business registry, which is one time fee, 25 euros okay. for uh, company registration. And then you have to pay our first monthly fee, which is uh, 49 euros plus VAT, which is 25%. Uh, Okay. And yeah, just a side note here, all the VATs, if your company gets VAT registered, which we do for free and also VAT uh, claim, claiming at, at the end of the year, uh, this means that you will get overpaid VAT back. So if you pay VAT on the monthly fee, you will get it back at the end of the year. Okay, so we're going to have to break that down a little bit to make sure that we understand everything. So let's, uh, let's just first talk in general um, about just setting up the business. You're saying that setting up a business in Estonia, no matter what company we use, uh, just simply requires to have the e-residency. Is that what you're saying? There's yeah. no other requirement? Yeah, that's no. the thing, actually. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because we have in Estonia the smart IDs and then we can do it online like in a matter of 10 minutes. And then Estonia opened that up for foreigners so they can have the residency card and then they can do the same. Excellent. So so here, once we have the residency, we're res ready to register. People can do it on their own if they want. But usually it's yeah. much more recommended that you do it with a company and actually even the government says it in their website, use one of our partnered our partners' companies to register your company because it's much safer to make sure that you don't do anything that's not um, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, of course, everyone do it on their own, right? But it's just that not everything is translated into English yet, mm -hmm. so there might be language issues. Also, the compliance and rules that you have to learn might be like too much to get into. And it's often that you're used to some kind of regulations in your own country and you think they also apply in Estonia and they might not. So you might run into a lot of problems there. And it's just like extra hassle and a lot of time that you have to put into. Exactly. Because that takes you away from concentrating on the actual thing you want to do, which is your own business. That's such a good point. Um, <laughs> you want to focus on what you have to do, which is your business and not manage all this admin. So this yeah. is why you're here. And um, I've seen it so many times repeated in the in the conversation with um, the interview we had with the Estonian uh, e-residency program about the fact that it's important to use other services. I will put in the show notes of this episode, the link to all the other platforms that exist so that you can all make your choice. But as I said, Nomad Nation, um, I also built a partnership with Zolo that they will be giving you a 50 euros discount if you join Xolo and we'll give you more information later. But if you are interested in this, go to tandemnomads.com slash 160 and you'll find all the information there. All right. So it is so easy, apparently, that we don't have to worry a lot. But I would like to now look at what happens after we register so that people are prepared um, and know a little bit about, you know, what does it mean to set up in terms of requirements, but also responsibilities in terms of legal aspects and tax aspects. So let's, what are the things you think are important to know once we set up a business in Estonia? Yeah, I think one of the things is that, because it is so simple and, and it's so fast to like set something, everything up. 
people are like, oh, it's like signing up for Netflix or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they think like it's a subscription-based business that you can like opt in and opt out whenever you want to. But it's important to note that you are starting actually a company that is in your name. So as we are the service providers and other service providers, we are just there to help you, but we have no legal kind of um, stance in your company, right? So you're in charge of your company. What you need to know is that there is requirement to do, for you to do bookkeeping every month, to uh, keep track of uh, all your taxes that you do. Um, yeah, like all these basic things that if you want to start it on your own, you maybe not, you're not aware. And then in like six months or something, you might notice like, oh, damn, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't done all these things, right? Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, like the, the business setup is very like simple in Estonia. There's not much that you have to actually do. It's like you set it up, you get a business bank account and you're ready to do business because you already have all the credentials and everything. You can start invoicing and start making money. And Amazing. yeah, so there's no like, yeah, I mean, there are no like exceptionally difficult requirements that you have to do. And yeah. As said, it's like fully online. You don't have to keep any papers. Like in a lot of countries, it's like a lot of paper things mm -hmm. that you keep and go to some offices, whereas like in Estonia, everything's online. You just submit it by clicking somewhere and signing it with your agency card and that's it. And you don't Excellent. have to do anything. That's amazing. It honest, honestly, it seems so easy that it it feels like unreal. <laughs> but I just want to address some of the things that I think people should be prepared for because I've, I've been doing some research and I've been communicating with people who did the online residency platforms. And I'm, I just listed some things that I think are important. The first one that I've, the first barrier that I've seen, although it is easy, but we still need to address it. It's opening a bank account in Estonia. So how does that work? So yeah, uh, there was a new law passed a couple of years ago that if you have an Estonian company, you can have an EU bank account for the Estonian company. It doesn't have to be Estonian. Um, but uh, solo, uh, only partners with two banks. Uh, this is because we want to be able to integrate them to our platform and we have full APIs and like full integration with them, right? Uh, so we have a legacy bank in Estonia, Estonian bank LHV, that's our partner. And then we work with an Estonian startup called TransferWise, which is like an electronic money institution, or I don't know how they actually mm. <laughs> categorize them, but they actually have a banking uh, product, which is borderless, and they have business banking there, which we, which we okay. use. Yeah, and the difference between them is that TransferWise can be opened fully online. You don't have to travel anywhere. You just have to have a video call, and you can have multiple currency accounts there, and it's like, doesn't have a monthly fee or anything. LHV uh, requires you to travel to Estonia once in person in order to be opened. Yeah. And they're more like a traditional bank with all the like, I don't know, additional features that you might want from a bank, like uh, investing accounts or something like that, which okay. like, doesn't have. But otherwise, they're both fully functioning with bank cards. You can make uh, transfers anywhere in the world, like anything you need in order okay. to do you know what are the fees to have a bank account in oh, your partner's um yeah banks? So TransferWise has no monthly fees uh just free uh but lhv has a 10 euro monthly fee for that account 10 euro monthly fee and is there like a minimum to have in the account or a maximum uh, no okay yeah 
no, no minimum rent. So, okay, th- those are great things to know. So there were a lot of discussions about banking issues with Estonia and the e-residency program. Can you tell us a bit more about that and try to educate us of what, what, what has happened and what's your position there? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the main thing that we get asked about because it was such a big news. Uh, it is because like... Um, so Estonia doesn't really have its own banks. They're all run by like Swedes or, or you know, foreign banks. Uh, and then f- because they're run by people who are not from Estonia, then the e-residency is such a novel kind of a thing. So they're afraid of, pretty much afraid of it because like no one really like, you know, understands it or something because it is so progressive. But then we work with Estonian bank and, and the Estonian startup who like know about it and who are also involved about it. So that's why we have partnerships with them and, and that's why it works so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, also like the way that we screen our customers is uh, good for them because they're also like customers that they also, uh, that's also their demographic. So yeah, that's Excellent. how it works. Yeah. Excellent. So that gives a choice. And I know that TransferWise, I've been using it. It's a great tool for making transfers in the cheap, it's pretty cheap transfers compared yeah. to other banks. Uh, and Nomad Nation, I recommend you to, if you're interested in using the services of Zolo, is to also reach out to the bank and have more information about the requirements for the banks to open an account so that you can be fully, um, you know, informed before you, st- you start any action. This is yeah. why we did this episode here. Some of the things that I know is important to know on top of the fees, the monthly fees, is to know usually how much it costs to process transfers, etc. So these are the kind of information we need when you have a portable mm-hmm. business and do international transfers. That's one of the, my biggest messages. I don't know if you think there's other things to really pay attention to when opening a bank account. Uh, no, the thing is that as we have partnerships with them, so we do the pre-screening already because we have a very like exhaustive uh, business description that, that you have to fill out, which is based on the questions that the bank would also ask. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, pretty much if we have accepted you, which is like you have no commitment yet, you only pay when you actually want to start the company, mm-hmm. then uh, it's like 95% sure that you will get an account open. Unless there is a communication issue or something that that's you know we didn't see it coming or something like that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So you know, I just want to before we go into more information about what you know about how to do business in Estonia. Actually, you're not doing business in Estonia, but registering your company, and yeah. I want to talk about taxes and things like that. But I realize there's one thing we have to clarify about what Xolo is because. Everything we talk about, it has a lot to do with the services you provide. Um, and they're also very similar to other people who provide similar services. Is that at the end, what you are, you help people set up a company, their company. Um, mm-hmm. But that's basically not your main business. Your main business is helping them manage their accounting and their bookkeeping, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like an extra service that you provide to help people set up their companies and then manage their accounting. Because I think legally in Estonia, you do have to have monthly reporting or something like that. Is it, is it true? Yeah, yeah. you have to have monthly reporting. You also have to have a business address in Estonia. Mm, okay. So this is also a service that we provide. We give you a business address, like a physical address that you can receive mail to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's needed. Like if you need Google My Business or something like that, you need to have a physical address that you can receive mail to. Uh, then you also need to have a local contact person uh if you're not in estonia yourself so this is also a service that we provide Mm -hmm. uh yeah so these are the things that you need and this is the service that we provide right 
But then in general, what we do is we offer this all-in-one kind of accounting admin tool for your business. Um, oh, I can also later share the video with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, please. Yeah, which gives you an overview how the platform actually works. But on the yeah. platform, yeah, you have everything. You have overviews of your bank accounts. You have an overview of your incomes and expenses. Um, we have a special tool for like expense reporting where you upload all your uh, invoices. We have also uh, an app for your phones. So if you're like on the go, you don't have to keep the receipts. You just take the photo, you upload it in the system through the app, and then you throw it away, which is like very different from a lot of other countries. We have to keep them for years and years. Mm. Uh, we also have an invoicing tool. Uh, so you don't have to have another like external service for that. Uh, business traveling tool where you just like insert your travel information because digital nomads like to travel a lot, right? Mm. Uh, so that makes it very simple to report business trips. And yeah, this is that. So I realized that basically in the requirements, we need an address and that's also something you provide. So that's important yeah. to highlight. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that at the beginning. Yeah. So that's important to highlight. And that's one of the things that you provide also on top of the support in terms of accounting and bookkeeping. So is that all included in your fee or is that like different kind of fees? How does that work? Yeah, uh, at the very beginning, like our philosophy has been that we want to be very transparent in our pricing. So this is the monthly fee. There are no extra costs except for the bank. If you want to go with LHV, then there's the monthly fee of 10 euros extra. Mm -hmm. But that's like an external service, right? Mm -hmm. But otherwise, like to our services, we don't take any extra for like annual reports that you have to do. Or like if your company needs VAT, we don't take any extra for VAT registration or uh, reporting. And yeah, everything's included in the monthly fee. And the monthly fee is like flat. So you start with 49 euros plus VAT um, and you can have that until your company makes thousand euros. And then when you come, that's like when you're starting and then it might take months to get things off the ground for some people, for some businesses. And then once you make thousand euros, then you're upgraded automatically to full uh, plan, which is 79 euros plus VAT. Excellent. I also saw that if somebody needs to pause their business, you also have a solution for that. Uh, sorry, can you repeat? That? I also read on your website that if for some reason or another, health reasons, whatever, yeah. somebody needs to pause the business, uh -huh. you have a special fee to maintain the account running, but with a lower cost, like around yeah, 23 or so. Yeah, uh, it's hibernation. So, because you can't, like, as I said before, opt in and opt out randomly because it is a company and there's like requirements uh, needed to keep it running. So if you, if you know that you're not going to have any business for a couple of months or a year, then you can hibernate your company. And then it's a lower fee of 39 euros plus VAT. This means, because you still need to do like the reporting and you still need to have the address and the contact person. And it's for that, yeah. Yeah, so you can pause it. How about if somebody wants to close a business? What happens? Yeah, so closing a business, uh, it's actually a very simple procedure, except that it, lasts for a really long time it takes like six months to close it <laughs> uh, and we do provide that service to our customers uh not like if someone wants to come and then wants us to close it then we don't offer that as a separate feature but if you're our customer then yeah we can help you with that we charge you 200 euros plus uh, vat for it and 
it means for you if you want to close the company just like signing a lot of papers with the residency card mm -hmm. but for us we just have to prepare documents and documents which like show that you don't have any debt uh, that you're really closing the company and all the assets are in, in place and everything's fine yeah. so yeah so but, there's an advantage there too although hopefully no mention if you start a business is not to close it but yeah. i find it um because i've seen other people really struggle to close their businesses there are some countries are super yeah. easy others were super complicated and mm -hmm. having somebody who just takes care of everything is just such a relief so um, yeah. i just think that's important to to highlight too mm -hmm. Yeah, it's also good that uh, any assets that you have in your company, uh, if you want to take them out when you're closing it, you don't have to pay any tax in Estonia or anything. So mm. you just can close it and then you're done and, and you get to keep everything. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So which leads me to the taxes. It would be good if you could introduce us a little bit to the taxation regulations what? in Estonia and how does it work? Yeah, so as I said at the beginning, it is a very simple system, but it's simple because it's very transparent. So everyone needs to like under like so that everyone can understand it. So yeah, uh, if you are a location uh, independent business owner, then you have two ways how you can um, take funds out of your company. You can pay yourself dividends or you can pay yourself a salary. And there's also a good thing about Estonia is that we don't have any profit tax. So you only pay taxes when you take money out of the company. If it's in the company, then you don't pay any taxes and you can also invest all your earnings and it's not taxed so oh. it's a good thing also a benefit mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah dividends so here's a bit complicated story because in order to be able to pay dividends you have to pay in the share capital so there's a requirement in Estonia to pay the share capital for the company which is 2,500 euros but you pay it in and it's your money it stays in the company it's kind of to prove to the government or that that you have enough funds to get it going and then you can start using that money towards okay. so let me just pause you here one second so it means that for the requirements there is also 2500 euros minimum to have that in is, the capital of the company that is for the dividends yeah for the uh, only for dividends not just to open a company no okay. uh you can post like it's a requirement but it can be postponed indefinitely it's, oh, it's okay. a weird thing yeah okay. but yeah if you want to pay dividends then you have to pay in the share capital uh, and you're also personally liable for the company if you haven't paid in the share capital. So these are the two things. Uh, and then once you have paid that in, you don't have to pay it in one go. You can pay it in parts over time. Like, yeah, it's very like loose. Uh, then you have to turn in the annual tax report, which we do for you then. And then you can pay dividends four times a year. And then it's taxed with 20% of corporate income tax that you pay out and that's what you have to pay in Estonia and then you have to find out what the personal taxes are in your country of residence like where you're personally taxed and then you have to pay that also but yeah uh, if there is a double taxation agreement between your country and Estonia which can be found really easily online if there is then you don't have to pay corporate tax twice or anything yeah mm -hmm. Excellent. So you talked about a lot of important things here and I'm kind of going to break it down. Yeah, this okay. is really good information. <laughs> um, let me just break it down first. How would you dif make the difference between a dividend and a salary? Yeah. So as said, dividends have these requirements and dividends are something that it's meant to be paid once you've had business and you've made like profit. So you can 
distribute the profits. That's pretty much dividends. Uh, and that's the more complicated way to pay. Uh, and then salary is very simple. If you live outside of Estonia and you have tax residency outside of Estonia, then you don't have to pay any taxes in Estonia because you're not using any of the infrastructure or anything. Uh, so you just can pay salary anytime, as many times as you want. It doesn't have to be regular or anything. Uh, you don't have to pay in the share capital. And you just make a payment from your bank account. You just write it in the description. It's a salary payment. That's done. But you have to report it in your country of residence. You have to pay personal taxes. And here a lot of people ask like, hey, why would I ever pay, ever pay dividends? Because it's like tax with 20% and employee salary is not. Well, the difference is, is in personal taxation because uh, usually the personal taxation is lower on dividends than it is on employee salary that you receive for, from a foreign country. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Now, uh, I just, I'm not sure I understood actually that part. Could you <laughs> explain it again? Like, are you saying that dividend taxes are lower than salary taxes or vice versa? I'm not sure I understood. Personal taxes, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it depends on countries. Like each country has different uh, yeah. taxation. So let's 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 remove the double taxation component because that one is another piece uh, that makes it even more complex. But let's just say we're in Estonia. Um, the dividends. What are the benefits of using dividends versus salary? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. If you're Estonian uh, and you're paying dividends or salary then again the, the the corporate taxation is lower on dividends than it is on salary excellent okay yeah. so, so those who are abroad might benefit better from having a salary because they won't be taxed yeah but necessary then, yeah yeah but then there are countries where there's like no taxation on foreign dividends like Ireland is one of those countries, and then it's very good for them to pay dividends because they only pay 20% and nothing else. You know? Excellent. So but here comes, yeah, perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> so the, here comes the foreign component, and here is where Nomad Nation, I really urge you, if you consider to start a business via the e-residency program, that you also talk to a double taxation expert between your country, your base country and Estonia. And I know that that seems simple, but some for some of you it might not easy be easy to know, okay, what's my base country? But um, that is really something you want to look at in terms of like, where are you stationed the longest and where is your passport and where, where have you been paying taxes so far so that you can really make sure that you're not paying taxes twice, that both countries that your country base in Estonia have a treaty. A lot of countries have treaties mm -hmm. to avoid that you pay double taxes. And then based on what that legal advisor gives you, you make the decision with, with, with Exolo or Estonian company who helps you set up your business on how you want to pay yourself uh, in a most effective manner for you to pay the least taxes. So this is what I would recommend. Yeah. Well, we cannot like talk about optimization. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah can you tell me your thoughts here uh no it's, yeah that's exactly what we also tell our customers because like we really want to help everyone also sort out their personal taxation but because we have customers over 100 plus countries it's it's very complicated so actually we do have some tax advisors and like we have a german tax advisor that's really helpful that we can recommend uh, if our customers come to us and then he helps with German taxation and, and 
we also have a community agency community we also have our own freelancer community where people talk uh, about how they run their how they do their taxes in their resident mm -hmm. countries so yeah but that's something that we really are not like in the we're not like really dealing with that part that's, that's not your job for sure yeah. no you're here to help set up the company but most importantly run the accounting the bookkeeping and do the tax declarations every yeah. month. it seems to be a monthly yeah. thing in yeah. estonia right mm -hmm. you have to declare your revenues every month uh you have to have monthly bookkeeping, monthly uh, bookkeeping. yeah and when is the time where people declare their taxes uh so we do it in the summer i think in june okay for our customers like <laughs> okay very yeah good. so it's once a year yeah exactly all That's right so it's like every country basically i just yeah. wanted to check because in some countries you can choose if you want to pay quarterly if you want to pay you know yeah monthly. We have annual whereas uh vat requires monthly reporting uh okay. Fantastic. Okay, yeah. great. So, yeah, so what you do is support with those things, but you're not here to give legal advice for sure. We're not here to give legal advice either in Tandem Nomads. I'm just here to try to guide you, Nomad Nation, in the direction you have to go in order to consider this option that I find an amazing option for you to set up your company in Estonia. Just make sure to educate yourself with what I'm providing you, but also make sure to talk to a tax advisor who knows about your particular country and Estonia and what happens between both countries when it's about taxation. I yeah. think that's the main message once, once you decide to, to step uh, into this uh, solution. Yeah, e-residency also has on their webpage uh, legal and tax advisor list that they have approved. So you yeah. can also find help from there. Exactly. I will actually put that list again in the show notes of this episode. So go to tandemandnomads.com slash 160. I will put the list of those tax advisors and all the service providers that the government uh, recommends, including Zolo. And this is how I found you, thanks to the e-residency program, actually. Um, so I'll put that link there, Nomad Nation, so you can find all those uh, companies and people who support uh, can support you through the process. And as I said, also, use the promo code tandem nomads if you want to use the services of xolo so that you can have a 50 euro discount so this is really good uh, yeah. it basically says that your initial fees are kind of discounted your first, first month, month is yeah. covered yeah. <laughs> your, your first month is covered yeah all right so again all the information on tandemnomads.com slash 160. Um, let me see if I did not forget anything. I think we talked about some of the biggest pieces here about what to know about how to set up a business. Um, I just want to highlight something about the fact that, as I said at the beginning, you're really special on service-based companies. Is there anything you can share about those who have products to sell? Because I know that that's one area where there's still a lot of work to do uh, regarding the AE residency program and for companies who want to set up there. What is your experience with that? Yeah, so we get a lot of people requesting us to help them with either dropshipping based businesses or Amazon FBA or just like the sale of physical goods, right? Um, the thing is that because we have like this automated service that we're trying to strive for, then the taxation for these kind of services is very complicated because like the production place, the selling place, like the sending, um, I don't know, inventory, all these kind of things come in place and they're very like specific. So it needs a lot of like custom work 
And that's why we haven't ventured into it. It doesn't mean that we're not planning. It's just that it's taken us a long time to do the research and, and get it like implemented in our system. Mm-hmm. But there are service providers that do that in Estonia. Uh, and we actually have customers who open two companies, one for the physical goods, one like for the services to provide whatever they're offering. And it actually works because like the tax, like the monthly fees are different. It does it matters like how much do they actually do business, and then it makes sense for them to run two things. Or like you go to one that does both, right? <laughs> mm, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so we will in that list, like I said, there will be those companies there as well that they can check. Um, it, it, right, it's in the same web pages where you're listed, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, um, is there any mistakes that you've seen people do, your clients, that you want to warn um, about, just to give us a bit more awareness? I think like the main things that we warn our customers about is like that they have to remember that they're running a location independent business because like it's very easy to like get used to like being in a place and then you want to like settle in there and then it doesn't really like comply with the rules anymore of having a location independent business so what i'm talking about is like a lot of our customers ask about like having a company car having offices somewhere like permanent uh, residency for the company uh, buying off office furniture or something like that. And then we always have to remind them that, hey, you're currently running a location independent business, so you can't like tie your company anywhere because that would like um, uh, alert your local tax office and be like, hey, you have like a permanent residency here and you're doing all your work here. So why are you running it through Estonia, right? So how it works is that you have to have fully online business. And then that's one of the things that people find not very hard, but sometimes like because some people are really used to like running companies in their own country and then they have to like adjust to this idea that everything is online and then your business is done online and that's how it only works. I don't know if yeah. <laughs> I answered your question, but that's like a thing that we have to deal with a lot. Uh, okay. So is there some rules about that? I'm, I'm trying to answer. Is there like some rules where you can't like deduct your rent for an office for example uh yeah that's the thing like you can do it if you're like in estonia but then if you have an estonian company and you want to do it in like let's say poland then it doesn't anymore make sense because you would have an estonian company that has presence in poland and then the polish tax office would be like what's happening here you're paying your taxes to estonia and then you're doing everything here in this office Mm, (laughs) and you have all the expenses here (laughs) All right. Okay. Now I understand. And it goes back to some of the buzz that's been going on about, uh, you know, how important you have to be very transparent. And I love that all my conversations with Estonia in general are all about transparency. And I think that's really important because some people would try to use this program to actually just evade taxes. Let's just, and and, and that's basically that why the Estonian program is sometimes subject to criticism is because it might seem as an easy solution to evade taxes, but I think there's more and more um, guards 
um, put in place to avoid that and and your job is to make sure that that doesn't happen either I guess. yeah exactly because there's like a digital mark to every kind of expense or income that you have so it's like very difficult to hide anything <laughs> mm, exactly and because there's digital transparency estonian it's part of the estonian culture mm. uh, to have a digital identity and transparency that it's really hard to hide it so that's a that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, it's something that maybe is not that uh familiar to a lot of other people, but it's something that we've grown up with. Like I'm only 28 and I'm like everything that I do is like online, you know, like all the services that we use. Like if I go to a doctor, they write a prescription, it's like online, I can check it out. Or like when I vote, I vote online, I don't have to go anywhere like all my banking, everything. When I do my tax declaration, I don't have to do anything. It's already there. I just have to click, click and then sign and then it's done, you know? That's and amazing. That's, yeah. And that's something that's unfamiliar to a lot of people because it hasn't been that advanced. And then the same applies to this, like having an Estonian company that it seems very simple, but there's a lot of things that go on in the background. Yeah. But then you as a user, you're like, wait, I just, I really haven't done anything. I'm just doing my business and sending invoices out. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, it's funny. This is a side note, not necessarily related to how to set up a business, but I want to share that with you because the, the whole conversation for me and why I wanted to bring you on the show and, um, and talk about this program is also talking about how governments have to start being part of our world today and have to start moving faster with the way they deal with administration. And Estonia, for me so far, is one of the number one countries in terms of living in our times in a digital world. And the reason why now the e-residency has been open to people abroad is more, you've, Estonia has always been doing that. It's just that they realized, actually, we could open this to people outside of Estonia because it's so easy to trace anyhow. So we can know exactly who's who and we make sure that um, there's complete transparency. Yeah. yeah. And we do, uh, and we do cooperate with other countries also. It's not like a closed circle or anything. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? What kind of collaboration are you talking about? Our tax offices work together uh, in in that sense, like running a company or like, other companies are uh, companies. Sorry, <laughs> other countries are also interested in e-residency or like uh, improving their digital services that the government offers. And we uh, consult them, we advise them, we help them uh, start it. Like uh, last time I heard, with, I think Netherlands was really interested in having e-residency, uh, and we're working with them very closely. Yeah, and there are such examples. Yeah. Fabulous. So Nomad Nation, I hope that now you have enough information for you to start looking and digging deeper into it with more awareness and, and knowledge. We have two amazing episodes about this topic, one about what it is and today more about how to implement it and register your business. If you have any questions, you can reach out to um, put your comments in tandemnomads.com slash 160 and find all the information we'd mention. Uh, Shatlin, you also mentioned that you will share a video with there's some explanations. Yeah. I will put it in that page. Uh, but let us know, is there any place where we can find you and um, if we needed to ask any questions directly to Zolo, where do you recommend to go? We're on all social media platforms. Find us on Instagram, Solopreneur. Uh, find us on Facebook, Solo. Find us on Twitter, <laughs> Solo on LinkedIn. Uh, we're very uh, responsive on all the channels. You can write to us. You can comment. 
uh, you can just follow us because we have webinars monthly uh, yeah we're interested so yeah and in general you can always shoot us an email that you can find on our website uh, we're always happy to help we're like yeah the one thing that our customers always uh, uh, are really happy about uh, is that we do a lot of like pre-consulting so like before you actually like step into this world of starting a company in Estonia like we do a lot of consulting before and, and get everything sorted out so you don't have to like jump in blindly yeah, I love that about Black Zolo and, sh and, and you, Shatlin. And Nomad Nation, just for you to know, the way we got into this interview, I simply went to the website and just popped a question and I had an answer a few hours later and said, hey, I want to have more information about Zolo. We had a first call with Shatlin and I. She explained me how it worked and I said, okay, would you be willing to come on the show? She said, yes. So very responsive and I really had a really great feeling that you care and you're not here just to like to sell. You're really here to make sure to to help through the process before jumping into the into the, yeah. the, the, your services so that's great i can it's testify really that believe, like in the mission because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've like lived it and a lot of us have experience in it so and we want to make sure that it's not like you know that it's like good for everyone also when they're like actually doing it fabulous so thank you so much Shatlin, for taking the time to share with us your expertise and all these important information to know um about about how to set up a company in estonia i really appreciate that yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun for sure. Always. Thank you so much, Adeline and Nomad Nation. Once more, I will gather all the information here on tandemnomads.com slash 160. And we build an affiliate partnership with Chatley, with Zolo and, uh, and Tandem Nomads. So use the, if you want to have a discount of 50 euros, once you jump into Xolo, um, type in the code Tandem Nomads. Thank you so much, Nomad Nation. I hope this was really helpful for you and inspiring. And let me know your thoughts. I always want to hear about your thoughts. Leave your comments in the webpage of this episode or any other place where you know where to find me on social media. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.